But evaluating the things that we do mm-hmm. in our whirlwind, as you said, I think is really important. It's really important. Hi, my name is Chris Zaug, and welcome to Let's Talk Teams, a podcast by Uptick, the one-on-one meeting software that helps managers and their teams get on the same page. But more than that, actually having better conversations with one another, not just talking about projects or status updates and all the stuff you can do via email. It digs into the nitty gritty things, how work is going and how your team members work best, the conversations you never get to really have. So this morning we were talking a little bit about just, just chatting back and forth over a cup of coffee, talking about um, strategies and when strategies that work well at the beginning, no longer work. How do you, how do you handle making that transition? Right. And, and my particular situation was one where we had a strategy a while back about the way we dealt with new customers. And we thought, well, the first thing to do with a new customer is to reach out, have some conversation with them about why they were looking for something like uptick, mm-hmm. uh, what, what they were interested in, how they found us. It was Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, organic search, whatever. Those things are really helpful to us. We thought, okay, let's reach out as co-founders and do that, which we did. Mm-hmm. And initially got pretty good feedback and, and had some people um, connecting with us and it was helpful for us. And I realized this morning as I was doing this, I thought, when was the last time somebody responded back to me in one of those emails? And I thought, it's been a couple months. It's It's been a little bit. <laughs> yes. And yet I, every morning I wake up, I look at this list of people that have signed up for our, for our, uh, for our product and I think, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write them this email. And I know it's ineffective. I know it's no longer effective, but I'm just trying to figure out, okay, when do I find time to to kind of call it? And and when do I admit to myself that this has become kind of fake work? Like it's not it's not real work. Mm-hmm. I don't it's not something that's really fruitful, but it's but 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 darn it, I'm checking something off my list, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it started out from a strategic perspective, like we're doing this for this reason, this is why, this is the mm-hmm. things we're gonna try to share with them and what we're hoping will happen at the end. And so it started out with a very intentional effort. Mm-hmm. Wasn't wasn't playing work at all, but, but once you come to the spot where you realize I'm doing this and it's not working, but I just got to keep doing it cuz I'm cuz I said I would do it. Right. Or cuz it makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something. That's mm-hmm. like what I've always called just playing work. Playing work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it yeah, all of a sudden like you said, it'll it'll hit you all of a sudden and say, oh, you know, I'm just doing this and it's not actually helping at all. And it got me thinking, like when you're sharing that, it got me thinking more about our teams and when you have things that I think it's 40X that mm-hmm. four disciplines of execution calls it the whirlwind. Like what's going on in your in your daily work that's it's not like the the big project or goal you're focused on. It's just the ongoing expectations of your job. Mm-hmm. And how quickly we can fill the whirlwind with things that were started intentionally and then slowly lagged out. And even thinking about some things that we do in, in marketing sometimes, like we got to get a blog post out every week. Mm-hmm. Well, why is the cadence more important than the content? Right. No, like what, having something to say and having something to share is what's most important. But without some sort of milestone, like a week or something like that, then we'll maybe fall off the train of writing. Mm-hmm. So we have all these measures in place, but then when we start wondering, like, is this really serving the purpose? How do we stop and reset? It's kind of what we were talking through this morning. Yeah, I love I love this old story I heard. I heard the story of this, uh, there were three sisters 
and they had this uh, phenomenal mom who just would create this incredible meal over Thanksgiving, and it was, you know, th- they had ha- ham over Thanksgiving, so that was kind of the big deal that they did. And um, so the mom had since passed away, and one of the sisters called the other sister and said, hey, um, I'm trying to cook this this ham that mom used to cook. It was so fantastic. Um, do you remember how much mom cut off on each end of the ham when she when she cooked it? Because she always cook, cut off the ends. And the other sister started laughing, and she said, a mom cut off the ends of the ham because the pan was too small. You know, like, so yeah. So the, the reason that she did it, it was a very good reason in her situation that she did it, but it became a part of this habit that was no longer for any reason. Yeah, it wasn't for anything about the preparation. It's just ham is too big for the pan. Exactly. Got to make it fit. And I think that's that's what I found myself doing just this morning as I was answering those emails or answering those uh, new customers. I thought, okay, you know, why am I doing this? I'm just cutting off the ends of the ham because it's what we used to do. It's what we've always done. But evaluating the things that we do mm-hmm. in our whirlwind, as you said, I think is really important. It's really important. Yeah, yeah, totally. Even like when we... Uh, each week when we have something we publish a, a blog post, we'll also include that in the, in the email that we send out. And then we include other resources that we've read around the web or things from our kind of archives or other podcasts that we've recorded. So we try to like pack it full of mm-hmm. information that's helpful. Um, and we've been doing that format for a while. And I say it's been working well and that like people are still opening it and, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. We see interaction on it. But what's the next level? What is making, what is continuing to improve it? Not just, well, it's fine. Let's keep it running. Right. And uh, it, there's some parts of you know, don't brick or don't fix what's not broken mm-hmm. is like one side, but then the other is like, if you're not going to continually go back to keep elevating to the next level, because at some point you started this because it was better than what you were doing before. Mm-hmm. How do you find the time to, or, or when do you take the time, or what do you do when you realize it's time to revisit? Well, and I don't want to get too far off the beaten path here, but part of that is just being willing to evaluate okay it's not even willingness to evaluate it's willingness to step back Mm -hmm. take a breath and evaluate because i think most of us want to evaluate none of us you know wants to or intends to be ineffective Mm -hmm. hey i'm gonna wake up this morning i'm gonna have an ineffective day yeah it's not what we do but i'm gonna gonna wake up and do 30 minutes of busy work right exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah nobody wants to do that but but what you but but to take the time and reflect and go okay what are the things i'm doing that are working what are the things I'm doing that, are, that aren't working? And those things that aren't working, are they not working because the strategy is bad, because the content is bad, because I need to try? I mean, those are all things that take time and energy. And frankly, mm-hmm. it's harder than just answering the email the way you always have. And that's that's what you're fighting against. You're not fighting against um, you know, the fact that you know that this isn't an effective thing. And we're not, I wasn't kidding myself when I when I sent the emails this morning to mm-hmm. go, oh, well. Today's the effective day. Yeah, today's know? the day we'll get great responses. <laughs> That's right. I wasn't, but but I but what I did do was say I don't have the time today to fix this, and I think that that's a bit of a lie, because if I took the time to that I was spending on answering these emails to actually fix it, yeah, I might get behind, but I would actually have something to test against. An A B is this better than it was before? Is mm-hmm. it worse? And I've done that before, and I've seen where it's improved it. But for whatever reason, I just got in this rut. And I've just, I, and this has been going on for like the last two weeks where I've really yeah. thought this is just not an effective way for, for me to spend my time. Yeah, it's just grinding against you the whole time you're doing it too. But then we haven't decided we're going to stop or that we're going to change. So right. 
got to keep marching on. And I think that's a takeaway. I mean, for me <laughs> and maybe for other people listening to this too, is to go through each day of your week, or maybe you kind of do it each day of the next week and say like, okay, what are the things that I'm doing today out of routine? Mm-hmm. Routine's not bad. Routine can be really good. But what are the things I'm doing out of routine and judging them to say, is this effective part of routine? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, when I say routine, I'm saying like the, what you start your day off with was writing, right. the, writing the new customers or like the sending the weekly email or publishing this blog post or, you know, for, for me in marketing or um, every morning we have a stand up with our software team. Mm-hmm. You know, is that an effective use of time? Mm-hmm. Every time we come back and think about that one, it is because there's parts relationship, parts of answers or questions getting answered, and mm-hmm. then we leave it in short enough time that's not a not taking away from a lot of the work day, but taking a look at all those things. And I understand that there's going to be people out there that there's things you know are ineffective and you know aren't moving the needle, mm-hmm. but you can't stop do them because someone else up the chain likes you doing them and likes to see the work having been completed. They like to see that report, even though they don't do anything with that report. Mm -hmm. So we get that there's stuff that you can't just decide to stop doing, but just uh, looking at it a little more critically and just say, you know, not even having to solve everything on the first pass, Mm -hmm. but just acknowledging it. So you start realizing here's what I'm spending my time on. Turns out there's a couple hours a week that I, now I'm seeing are just ineffective. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it because I've been doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking as you just catalyzed the thought for me because I remember in a previous job I had where I was asked to do a specific task, just as you outlined. In other words, I knew it was ineffective, but my bosses were saying, you got to do this. And so I just, mm-hmm. you know, I did it because I'm compliant and I'm like, yeah, I'll, my bosses want it. I'll do it. But I started thinking about, is this really what they want? Is this really the yeah. outcome? Um, and when I realized that it probably wasn't that they probably wanted something else, I actually offered them something else and they liked it better. Sure. And I think in, in a case like this morning of me answering this email, it's like, um, it's one of those things that's like, okay, let's say, let's say a boss was telling me you're supposed to do these emails you have to do them every morning. If I'd sat down and thought about it, I thought, well, what does, what does he really want? And in this case, what did you and I really want? Mm -hmm. Well, what we really wanted was to engage with customers to hear their feedback about what, how our product was appealing, the things that they liked about our messaging, and what they were specifically looking for for a solution. Yeah, like what the, are they hoping Uptech will do for yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. What, what's the job they're looking to hire a product for? Mm-hmm. And and if I think about that, then all of a sudden I can start thinking, well, A, is an email the best way to do that? B, if it is, what kind of content would they want to, to see that would make them feel like this was a valuable use of their time to answer this? Mm-hmm. And that's way different than me just kind of pounding it out. Yep. Yeah. And, and also kind of getting at going back to your root of why, why is this something that we're doing? And if for our situation with that email, I think the first ones I was doing because, you know, you can do anything for a few days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was saying, okay, this person's from XYZ company. I go in and take a look just to understand like, okay, this person's uh, managing this kind of a team at this kind of a company. Okay, interesting. Maybe I can suggest this kind of a deck to mm-hmm. them, or here's how other teams like yours has used Uptick in the past. It was more tailored, and we got better responses. Mm-hmm. That just takes time, right? If you're doing, you know, five, ten, fifteen, thirty new customers, you wake up to each morning or something like that. That's like a full-on sales role at that right. point. You know, when you're um, account management, following up in that way. Mm-hmm. So, but if that's what our aim is, then we need to change our change our approach. Right. So I think for me, you know, kind of wrapping it up, I, 
when I think about um, the whirlwind, the work that I have to do every day, mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I build in some time to evaluate, okay, is, is this really effective or am I, am I playing work? Um, you know, wh- what is this really? And um, if it's something that I myself am doing, of course, I have a little bit more opportunity to be flexible and to be more creative. Mm-hmm. If it's something somebody is asking me to do, I still feel like there's space in there for me to go, hey, I know you want me to do this, um, and, but I, and, and, and I am doing it. I'm continuing to do it, but mm-hmm. here's another way to think about it. And you may just find yourself you know, getting promoted because somebody's like, oh, they're thinking about the actual thing that we need as opposed to simply uh, accomplishing the task. Yeah, exactly. Because oftentimes I think when people are asking for something to be done, it's the they're asking for what's come to mind to them first. Not even mm. because they think it's the perfect solution or the best implementation of the idea or the need. Like when we're working on new sections of uptick for the app, like I'm writing out specs of here's how it needs to work and function. And I'll may draw some little chicken scratch uh, picture, mm-hmm. but I don't expect the designer to say exactly I will draw it just as you drew it, but just with Mm-hmm. nicer looking colors and everything. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm, I'm, you can say, oh, this is what Michael's asking for, but I'm actually going to give him what he needs. He wants something more like this. This would be right. a better outcome. So yeah, I think that's a great prompt for giving people who are on the receiving end of tasks asked to be done. But then also for ourselves, when, we're, when it's work that we've personally directed, is just to decide ahead of time, when I realize what I'm working on is missing not necessarily just missing the bar, but I realized that the assumption is no longer helpful. Mm-hmm. Create a rule to say, oh, I've I've recognized it now. Pause. And just mm-hmm. say, like, whenever I notice it, I'm not just going to keep dieseling on through if mm-hmm. it's something that I can choose to, to step aside from. But mm-hmm. just so that way you don't, it's like seeing that box in the corner that you walk past in your house every day. Mm-hmm. And you know you need to move that box and it would take you 30 seconds to move that box mm-hmm. to the cupboard or to the pantry or downstairs. But there it is two months later. Right. Now it's a plant stand. Yeah, now it's just now it's just part of the room. <laughs> right. And that's like these what happens with these cuts of tasks is I, I know I need to improve it. I don't I feel it every day, so it's not a new feeling. So it's just part of my day now is to feel that. Instead yeah. of well, let's evaluate. It. That's great. I love it. Thanks, Michael. Hey, thanks again for tuning into Let's Talk Teams. If you have any other questions, we'd love to talk with you. You can hit us up on Twitter at Uptick App. Or you can also message us personally. Our info is in the show notes. And if you want to make your one-on-ones better with your team or with your manager, check out Uptick by visiting uptickapp.com.